0: What is up? What is happening? Welcome back to season two of the Yank Shaft F1 Podcast. A group of American dudes who like watching other dudes drive really fast. Joining me as always from the nation's capital, we've got Johnny Gomes. What's
1: up, everyone? Just as surprised to be back as
0: uh, as you guys are. And from an undisclosed location in the Midwest, we've got Ian season two zero sponsors same amount of sponsors as last year yank shaft baby let's go look we are we are holding out we you know we've gotten many offers good offers the good companies the best companies but we're we're holding out for uh for the right ones um at roman you know if, if if you're listening so I I don't even know what to say. I, I'm just I'm excited to be back here talking about about Formula One, and it just it, it feels weird. We've got we've got all this new info. We've got the new regulations. We've got driver changes. Uh, we had some some uh, beep, beep, beep breaking news come down today as far as uh, that second half seat. Um, so the the news is not stopping. We are uh, starting preseason testing in Bahrain tomorrow, and then uh, the next Sunday we're back, boys. The season's back. It's, oh, been, it's been a rough off season. Um, but just, you know, how, how excited are we to, for, for Formula One to be back in our lives?
2: It's awesome, man! Like the off season is what two months this year, basically, and it's just been with all the other business going on in the world and baseball not coming back. I mean, Formula <laughs> One's back; it's great. Love it. Couldn't be more excited.
1: Yeah, uh, especially given the way that this past season ended like Abu Dhabi was some of the greatest racing I've ever seen in my lifetime so if uh, this the most season, dramatic. yeah this season is gonna if that was an indicator of what's to come like this season it's gonna be special for sure
0: well let's jump right into it we got a lot of a lot of info to pack in here um you know we contemplated or I contemplated kind of uh, you know maybe splitting this up into a couple different episodes but we just want to tackle it all all the preseason stuff right here we're gonna give you know, our uh, our predictions for the season, you know, go over all the new drivers, all of that stuff. So let's jump right into it with our predictions for the 2022 Constructors' Championship standings. Coming in at number one for the group, we're going to start off hot and get right into the debate. You and Ian, John, or Johnny and Ian, that being, uh both picked Red Bull to take the crown. Uh, I picked Mercedes, but... You guys have the floor. Whoever's the most passionate, jump right in and make your case. Ian,
1: you want to take this one?
2: Yeah, I can start. Um, I think I think the biggest thing for me why I chose Red Bull over Mercedes is that I feel like there's – I mean, there's more consistency with um, Verstappen and Checo, and I really do believe there's going to be some serious growing pains with Russell and uh, Hamilton this year, and not necessarily as far as them – um kind of feuding his teammates but more of just you know what is what is him, what is Russell going to be like on a day to day um as far as racing goes there's a lot more pressure on him now um he's got to do it every week he, now you know he's yeah. got to do it every week and he doesn't just have to do it one time when he steps in a Mercedes car and he's got to do it and bring it every single week and if he finishes sixth that's going to be a problem uh-huh. and he has never faced pressure like that in formula 1 obviously um, and I just think that while I think he's a great driver, he's going to have success in Mercedes. I think there is going to be growing pains in year one, and rightfully so, and understandably.
0: A little too much hype for uh, for, yeah. the, for the George Russell train, and we'll we'll get we'll get more into that later. Johnny, you agree?
1: Yeah, that was my reasoning too. Just the continuity between Max and um, Checo. You love to see you know both your drivers coming through from last year, and and to be honest, I think Valtteri Bottas was better equipped to defend. Checo Perez than then George Russell will certainly be any for any time in the near future. You know what I mean? Like, he certainly may be a more talented driver than Valtteri. But at this current stage in their careers, I think that that Valtteri was further along and, you know, more well-equipped to, to help Lewis out in those one-two situations up top and seal out Red Bull, which, uh, you know, they might be struggling to, to pull off this year.
0: Certainly. And I think they're you know, especially in that it, when, when you're trying to, like you said, get one twos and and front row lockouts and stuff like that. But the other side of that for me is that it's Checo Checo had his growing pains last year and he's a seasoned veteran. So, I mean, that kind of goes both ways, you know, in that yeah. George Russell will probably, you know, see a lot of the same problems. Um, but also it's, it's, it's not like, it's not like Red Bull have this like, you know, Dynamo lock, Sherlock one, two up front either. I think there's going to be a, kind of a lot, a a lot going on there is a big point for me that I'm curious how you guys feel about is I think Red Bull maybe went a little bit too, too hard for that 2021 title. They went all in and Mercedes had like before the, you know, the, the new engine package came in at the end around Brazil. Um, they had been focusing on 2022. Like, do, do you guys not, not value that as much as I did?
2: No. I don't know. New <laughs> regulations
0: um, for everybody. You know how much, could, you know.
2: Yeah. No, I think a new road for everybody. And I think that I think the biggest thing for Red Bull this year is I think that they're just, they're with them, with Max taking the title last year, there's just a lot of pressure off them. And they go from, okay. We have achieved step one. We got Max's championship. Our next goal, as hard as they push for Max to win the championship last year, they're going to push that hard to win the constructors championship this year. And that's why that's why I have them ahead of Mercedes. And I just think with the combination of I think I think their drivers are better this year. Um, and I, I just I don't see them taking a step back from the momentum they built from last season.
1: Yeah, certainly. And and To be honest, like uh, Red Bull, you know, they're too big to fail almost. I feel like, you know, um, like uh, maybe if like a mid table team had gone all out and, you know, put all their marbles in for last season and had to contend with Mercedes, it'd be one thing. But this is Red Bull. They're fresh off a championship. They've got a taste of what it's like. Max is going to be pushing harder than he's ever pushed. You you know, he's going to want to repeat. He's got his own legacy he's trying to build and. Yeah, I'm just I just like the the total package with Red Bull is more appealing to me uh, for this season um, than Mercedes
2: and I'd feel the same way if we didn't have um, the ending of the season we had last that's year. exactly like, where I was going with it it's not it has nothing to do with the fact because I mean literally if because another point is that I mean if we don't have that safety card to the, the end I mean it's yeah no I, I feel the exact same way um, I feel exactly when, regardless of what happened last year, I, th- I think this is a Red Bull's year. I really do.
0: Okay, counterpoint. Um, not that he needed any motivation, but Lewis Hamilton is is the greatest driver of all time, in my opinion. I think at least one of you might agree with that. Certainly. And he feels royally screwed by what happened last at the end of last season. I just, I just don't see a way. Like, like Lewis Hamilton is going to carry Mercedes. He's going to do everything he can to get George Russell alongside of him and i just they red bull likes to be loud about everything that's happening with that team in your face it's again it's it's just the whole team exists as marketing for an energy drink like that's how they do it and i feel like mercedes behind the scenes has just been i mean here i've got it pulled up the the last day of preseason testing we'll see in bahrain that starts tomorrow but last day of preseason testing when stuff kind of started getting real mercedes won two. and there's a lot of stuff that goes into that but it was just a reminder for me that like, okay, there's all this hype around all these other teams. There's a reason Mercedes has had this, what, eight straight constructors championships. Like it's, it's not a coincidence. They know what they're doing and they're sandbaggers. They're keeping it quiet. They're doing a lot behind the scenes. So that's, that's kind of my take. And and we'll get more into the Lewis Hamilton stuff when we, uh, we give our our driver predictions. Um, But that that's, you guys are both on, uh, on Red Bull. I'm on Mercedes. So number two um, overall um, with our aggregate scores is Mercedes who we've, we've gotten into, but I happen to have Ferrari at number two. Um, You guys both had them. I believe Ian, you had them three. Johnny, you also had them three. Yeah. Um, I think that engine is looking really, really, really good this year and all the reasons I just mentioned about, I think it's going to be a step back for Red Bull and I think this is the year, and I've been saying it for so long that I know it's not going to come true because it just would make too much sense. I think this is the year Ferrari returns to being Ferrari. And beyond that, I think they have the best driver lineup in Formula One right now, if anyone's willing to to make an argument the other way.
2: So I don't know how much you want me to get into my thoughts on Ferrari right now. Um, this is the I've time. Got, I've got quite the kind of the, I guess you'd say takes for lack of a better word. Um, start off by, I strongly agree that I think Ferrari's gonna have an awesome season. I, I really I think they're gonna distance themselves far and away from McLaren this year. Um, but I think that Carlos Sainz is going to be the driver that does it. And I think we're gonna get a little bit of attention in Ferrari this season between Signs and Leclerc because I think Sainz is going to have a better year than LeClaire. And I think that's going to rub him the wrong way. And I don't know how long this partnership is going to last because I think they're going to hate each other because I think there's going to be a lot of, well, I should be driver one. No, I should be driver one. And I I think that's that while I think their performance and like on the track is going to go well, I don't think this signs the Claire partnership is going to last maybe beyond this season. I don't know. I, that's just they my, were that's my so
0: car. evenly matched last year, yeah. which was extremely surprising. I don't have the the well, actually, I do have the figures with me here. Uh, Carlos signs right. at one hundred and sixty-four and a half, and Leclerc at one hundred fifty. They but but yeah. four and a half points or mm-hmm. five and a half, five and a half points separated. I mean, that's nothing over the course yeah. of the season. And we saw stretches where Leclerc looked looked really really good. Obviously, Leclerc, you know, would have probably won Monaco if his car was able to, to start. Um, would have made a big difference. But but there yeah. were long stretches where Carlos Sainz was the better Ferrari driver. And like, I, you know, I, I love both of them. I was a Leclerc fanboy and a Sainz fanboy. Now I get to root for both of them, but I don't know. They, they, it's, I haven't seen any inkling that that they're, they both, they both seem like nice guys. Like Carlos Sainz, when he was with Lando Norris, like they never had any yeah. problems. Like they're, they're still buddying it up on the podium, even for opposing teams. Like I just, I think they've got the package that is ready to move forward for like, you know, towards for the constructors together. I don't think there's really any ego coming into it, but to your point, they were so closely matched and there were so many stretches where both of them were kind of driver one last year that I could see it happening. And and I think that's
2: part of the reason why they, you know, why it worked was because, okay, we have a clear driver one, we have a clear driver two. And it seems to be when you get turmoil is when you have both drivers think they're driver one.
1: And that is what I think is
2: going to happen for Ferrari this year.
1: Yeah, I agree with um, with both you guys to an extent, to be honest, because I, I certainly don't see Ferrari having any term any problems in terms of their like the technical department because that F one seventy five looks great. They did the most laps and testing out of any other team at Barcelona. I think they had almost a hundred more laps of testing than than Mercedes, who was the and next. At closest. least
0: one day they they topped the top the times.
1: Uh, yeah, I think uh, they had one of the yeah fastest time. Um, and so you know the car looks great, and and you know we were I was saying last year Ferrari's back. You know what I mean? Com- compared to the to the disaster that yeah. was two years ago, so but I still don't think they're fully back. You know, I, I, Ferraris, of course, is a blue blood team in the sport, um, but I still don't see them competing with Red Bull or Benz this year. Um, even though certainly they do have two very talented drivers, they, they, that could be the most talented pairing uh, on the grid. As yeah, far no, as nobody challenged country, my but...
0: assertion that they had the the, the, best, no, thing, I mean, the best, it, best pairing. No,
1: yeah, I think that's –
2: I think with Bottas leaving Mercedes, I, I mean, you can make a case yeah. for Max and Checo, obviously, but, I mean
0: – as far as consistent goes if you if you gave both of them the same car i think i'm taking i'm taking leclerc and uh i think i'm taking leclerc and signs all, all yeah. every day, yeah um and Understand i it. i think with new regulations i think that that's uh that's that's going to be more but again we'll get more, more into all this as we go down the list so we've got you know overall this is again aggregate scoring red bull taking the title mercedes two ferrari three in fourth place unanimously we had mclaren
1: well, let's talk about. Can
2: we, can okay, we, talk it. about we talk a little bit about Mercedes first. I just don't want to just gloss over Mercedes. What I mean, what are your guys' thoughts about having Russell and, and Hamilton as teammates? Think of it. And what is your what is your expectation? If you are Mercedes and you're bringing on George Russell, what is your expectation for George Russell this season? What is? I mean, he's clearly the most um, most interesting driver switch out of anybody. He's got shown a ton of potential, but he hasn't really done it at a big name team. I mean, what is your what is your success level for Russell this year?
0: No, so I'm 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 totally on board with with your like reasoning for asking this. Um, I, I was just kind of planning on doing it later. I, one of one of my main questions that I wanted to get to if we didn't address it now, but I'm fine doing it now. That I have sure, written now. down is does George Russell finish in the in the I struggle top four or top five? E- either one. The question does, does George Russell finish in the top five in the driver's standings next year? I'll ask it that. I one. think. To- I think top five yes
1: yeah top five yeah top four so mean, no top four does that make you a little finished. nervous yeah there's top too many finished. drivers ahead of them uh you know you've got signs lando you've got the the, the, the I mean, two uh, Lewis, uh, obviously two, Axel, two, yeah
2: two red bulls a mercedes and a ferrari will finish ahead of russell this year
0: I think, yeah. I think that's fair. I think putting him fifth and this is why I was like struggling with like, what number do I put for this yeah, question? Yeah. yeah. So fifth, but it, so, but that's the bar, right? Is, is him finishing fifth. If we had asked that same question about Valtteri Bottas last year, that would have seemed crazy, which yeah, you know, the red point, flags about, are going up at Mercedes picking uh, yeah. picking Red Bull to win. Like I, I, I understand your point. It's just, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, temper my expectations because we know he's talented, but to just jump in and week in week out, um, do those things that Valtteri Bottas did and just be there quietly second best by like a wide margin sometimes, but second best, that's tough to do. (laughs) Yeah. Any, any, any other crazy uh, George Russell, uh, George Russell predictions or, or just kind of thoughts?
2: No, I mean, I think we're, I think
0: think one of two things is going to happen. He's either
2: going to do what most of us expect and he's going to have his ups and downs and we're going to be like, oh, well, maybe this will work out long term. Maybe it won't. We don't really know. Or he's just going to absolutely crush it. And they're and Mercedes is going to finish one, two, every single race. And he's going to be slide. Gonna on George Russell is like, you know, in 2025, it's going to be Russell and Verstappen racing for the title. One of those things is going to happen.
0: Does. So, OK, personally, so I think it's going to be the start <laughs> None of us, well, I think, yeah, we're all kind of on that train of like that he's going to have some growing pains. Part of me does kind of want to explore what what does it look like if he if he just shows up and and is the man? Because there's no question that Lewis Hamilton is number one, yeah. no matter no matter what happens. But it, I don't know. i'm just I'm just curious, like it, it, do, do we think it's possible for him to show up and just immediately be better than? kind of the overall average that we've seen from Valtteri Bottas in that number two spot. Cause I think it's definitely possible. I think he's going to have some struggles and that's going to, he's going to have a few, you know, DNFs or a few, a few races where he just qualifies poorly and can't really make his way through the field. But I could see him fin- like finishing second in the drivers easily. I I'm not picking that, but I could see that happening. So, do you guys agree? Second? No, because that, that's, Because I think we're going to get Verstappen
2: and Hamilton one. At that point, it comes down to just, you know, whose car is. But but, basically, but three, yeah. I mean, I think that's a a possibility. And I mean, no, it's not stupid arguing between whether he's going to finish third or fifth, but that is a huge difference when you only have 20 drivers out there. Um, So, yeah, would would it surprise me him finishing third? Definitely. Um, But is it out of the realm of possibility? No, I I don't think it's a – it's not a crazy expectation, but – I also don't think if that's the bar you're setting for him in year one, like that's a, that's a yeah. pretty, tough bar.
1: It's pretty, just lofty pretty tough goal. Bar. Or, I, I would pretty certainly be surprised. Goal. And, and to be honest, I think it comes down to like personality. I just don't see George Russell having that cock of the walk mentality that, that I'm walking in here. I'm the second seat at a, at Mercedes. I'm going to kick everyone's ass. And, <laughs> it's
0: tough to and, have a cock of the walk <laughs> attitude when you're the second seat. Those contradictory <laughs> Of anything, yeah, for sure, for sure. But, I mean, he knew what he was getting himself into. Like, yeah,
1: no one's going to supplant Lewis yet. So, um, I'd certainly be surprised. But, like like you said, it's not out of the realm of possibility. He's certainly, he's got the equipment and the team behind him to do so. It's just all up to whether, like, you know, if the mental fortitude is there, the, the maturity, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and, I, and that'll come the cock of a walk attitude. <laughs> in, in, incredible phrase. So it took all, all of twenty minutes to bust that out. Um, that's that's all I got on on George Russell and Merck um, for now, at least. Yeah, if, if you no, okay. okay, um, okay. So mo- moving on to unanimous four spot in our in our constructor standings uh, preview. You know predictions, McLaren. I don't, I don't really have much to say about them. It's I think knowing what we know now everything about them next year is kind of expected we've got you know daniel ricardo more comfortable in the car lando norris still progressing towards you know potentially being what a lot of people are calling a future world champion over there like you know good engine good car made a lot of strides last year kind of fell off at the end but like i think we kind of know what we're what we're going to get from them and i think that's why we all kind of pick them forth it's the safe spot yeah. Would it be more surprising for you to see McLaren, you know, jump up to second or third or to fall back to fifth or sixth, I guess, to make this interesting. Um, Second. Second, second or third. I, I again, okay. new regulations. Is, we, we don't know. We don't know. I could see, I could see third. I could maybe see, you know,
2: like I said, maybe the signs and Leclerc drama that I'm predicting, you know, completely go happens and goes the team goes south and they have a bunch of DNFs and engine troubles and God knows what. So you're
0: you're thinking it's yeah. gonna take it's gonna take all that just for them to get three.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm in yeah. the I'm
0: I'm with you, man. But Cause...
2: two two would surprise me way more than six. Well, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's the hell man. Okay,
2: yeah. I was like, like I I don't think they'll have any problems beating out the, you know, Tari
0: Alpine and Ashton Martin, but. But we've seen that happen before. We've seen like, you know, uh, Aston Martin going into last season, we all, we all thought they were going to be fourth. Like I think one of us picked them fifth and they kind of stunk. And that's, you know, every situation's unique. That was the, you know, they were going from the copycat Mercedes and to the new, new rules and stuff. But, I I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to not like put it out of my head, that like, that's a possibility that teams just fall off like that. And other teams make significant improvements behind the scenes that maybe we don't know about yet.
2: I just think McLaren's in such a weird situation because they're just so firmly entrenched as the fourth, as fourth team,
1: because there's,
2: I feel like there's so much gap between one, two, and three, which is clearly um, Red Bull, Mercedes and Ferrari. And then, you know, five through 10, which is clearly just the rest of the
0: field. And then there's McLaren at four. And I, the, they were the only midfield, the only midfield spot that we were unanimous are in our picks, everything yeah. up until the, the back of the pack. Sure. Yeah. And there's exactly. a reason
1: for that. They're, they're stuck in this like mid table limbo where, you know, they're just not going to mm-hmm. compete with these blue blood Red Bull, and Mercedes, Ferraris, but they're like leaps and bounds better than, than like your B teams, like the Alphatari's and Alpha and Alpine and whatnot. So yeah, I guess it, it would shock me way more to see them finish like high up than to see them, you know, fall down back to earth a little bit.
2: And, and I think, a, I think a, a lofty goal is for McLaren. I mean, I think you're, if you're McLaren and I, I think your goal should obviously be to finish fourth, which is, you know, Finish fourth you know, or better. Fight for three. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fight for three. Almost have to finish fourth, and then I think you need to get Lando Norris a win. Doesn't doesn't necessarily need to podium every single race, but he needs he needs to get a win. And if you can do those two things, I think you're happy. And then Ricardo, if he gets a couple, of, if he gets a random podium or two, I think you're pretty stoked for that. Um, but I think your I think your goal, McLaren, should be a win for Lando, finish fourth, and then starters.
0: So I know this isn't like you know some a question that can be answered right now necessarily, but from my perspective, it seems like we're saying McLaren is like they're on the right path, right? We're all in agreement on that. Like clearly, from where they were, you know, two three years ago, they're on the right path. There may be a year or two away, but a year or two away, then Daniel Ricciardo is getting up there in age. Is he still good? Like they, they kind of do need to be going for it right now. And that's where like, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that these regulations, because you guys both had Mercedes and Red Bull kind of as like the clear one two still. And I'm hoping that this is just the optimist in me, hoping that there's a genuine shakeup and that maybe we've got three or four teams, you know, with a car capable of winning a title this year. Cause I think they've got to know that like this, that window isn't that long, you know, for them to be able to, to try to make a run. I don't think they're going to win or anything. Again, I picked them fourth, just like you guys did. Um, but I thought, I thought that was interesting and in that they, you know, they, they can't put this process off, off too long, too much longer, I guess is what I was saying. Yeah, I,
1: I have
2: a feeling that their long-term goals and while they really do, while they're trying to do what they can with a Cardo Norris is their future long. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's and fair. So
2: if it's, if it's Norris and then, and you know, two, three, they've years got enough time crazy. to figure it out. Yeah. The yeah. second season, it's not like it, it. The getting Daniel Ricciardo a driver's championship is not the goal of McLaren. Mm-hmm. It's to have Lando Norris get to a constructor yeah. a championship, or a and lead them player. to
0: a constructor's. Yeah, done that's that, the yeah. goal.
2: If you can have Daniel Ricciardo there to hold down the fort, um, and do and bring success and keep the team locked in, steady in fourth place, that's what you're looking for. of Ricardo.
0: yeah, I think that's fair that's uh that's kind of all i had on mclaren i was trying trying my best to you know because again we all had him fourth i was trying to try to find some interesting uh conversation points there but that's that's all i had on uh on mclaren if, if that's all you guys got yeah yeah man all right moving on to number five uh alpha towery or i'm sorry alpine uh I, I dis- disrespect respect him. it was is alpine I, again and johnny as we did last year where i think you Picked Alpine. I was a, I was a little high last Al. year. Yeah, it's a little high on last year. Last year. <laughs> um, I I will once again. The floor is yours. Why is Alpine going to finish ahead of Aston Martin and uh, and Alpha Tower?
1: To me, it's a lot of that same. Just you know, I want to say continuity, but both those other teams are coming back with the same driver pairings this season too. Um. But uh, I just liked what I saw down the stretch last season coming from Alpine. You know, um, for Alonzo really came on strong. Ocon's got a fresh deal that he's trying to, you know, got to win. He's trying to, yeah, yeah he's trying to prove the, 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 you know, the ink is worth the money. So, um, um, yeah, just the the, the total package from Alpine. Um, there's a lot of turmoil at Aston. I feel like last year with um failed expectations and whatnot and then to be honest alpha is you know they are what they are they're red bulls b team you know some days they're you know gasly and Sonoda look like you know the, the next hot duo in, in the sport and then other days sometimes they're rock stars the, the floor falls out you know, from Yuki under the car. looks like
0: yeah. wanker you know it's, <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, it happens yeah exactly <laughs> so
0: just just the cumulative
1: cumulative of i um, will <laughs> Yeah, I just like um, I just like what Alpine's bringing to the table this year.
0: Yeah, and you know we'll we'll get into you know because I, I, I do want to spend some time talking about about and, and specifically Aston Martin. Um, but Ian, yeah. do you, do you have anything as far as because you picked you picked Alpine I picked um, six? I think Tari. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I put I put Tari ahead of Alpine. Um, but I mean that they're pretty they're pretty interchangeable there at five six. I think that's almost positive. It, that's how we're going to finish again.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Almost the same last year.
2: Yeah, You know, I I think the thing with Alpine this year is what I'm looking forward to is that, you know, what is, can we see another step forward and more consistency out of Esteban Ocon? Because I think that Esteban Ocon is a very talented driver and doesn't really get, doesn't get talked about enough um, for the team that he's on and the success that he's had. Um, So I'd like to see him maybe you know get some top seven top six yeah. maybe just more than just, just a phantom
0: thing. win just some yeah. real consistent yeah, like the wins are the wins are great
2: but when the winds whenever you know the win whenever nine people spin out in front yeah. of you and you cross the checker and you get the checker flag, then it's like it's cool but you no know, i, I want to see him grow and then i think just alonzo like is if he's still there i mean i think i know where we're gonna get a little alonzo but you know maybe he's I, i'm kind of thinking that he's um He's kind of on the tail end of his career here, and maybe he doesn't race as hard as he used to. But also, he's Fernando Alonso,
1: in my uh, yeah. I, so, I can yeah. see Alonso being on the hot seat. He's a candidate for you know mid season replacement if he doesn't uh, whoa, whoa. up to expectations. So, you know, I'm just saying
0: uh, the the Yangshaft Alpine PR rep out here <laughs> throwing throwing gas about uh, Fernando Alonso's future. I see. This is why I like. I want. I kind of wanted to put them lower. But I think with a major regulation change, like we saw this offseason, I think having a guy, as long as Fernando Alonso is like right now, I don't know, six months down the road, 12 months down the road, how committed he's going to be, maybe he'll want to move on to other things. But right now, if he's still 100% Fernando Alonso committed, he is going to be so valuable for them, yeah. adjust, making adjustments to that car, finding out what they need to do with the new regulations, where the arrows not working, what they what adjustments they need to make to the suspension and all that stuff, and that's a, a theme that I'm going to come back to. You know, when we get to Valtteri Bottas and um, and you know Alpha Romeo later, but I think having a a big veteran presence like that uh, with a major regulation change like this is. Um, is gonna gonna be a big thing for for Alpine this year. And again, you know, they finished fifth last year, but they were way way off the way way off the pace for fourth. Um, it, do we kind of expect the more or less the same thing? Do we think they're going to be kind of, you know, there's maybe four four good teams, you know, two great teams, then two good teams behind them, and Alpine is the best of best of the rest behind them. It kind do you think they're going to be able to compete too. with McLaren? I guess is what I'm asking, or whoever's yeah. in fourth. No, that's, that's part of why I say that McLaren's like stuck in
1: that limbo. Cause they, you know, they can't really push the teams ahead of them and they don't really have anyone behind them. They don't them. have someone pushing
0: them. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean you want to talk about a guy who's seen it all to your point, Fernando Alonso has seen it all. And <clears throat> yeah, I think he's going to be the cornerstone of, of how their season shakes out. And, um, but yeah, I, um, alpine might be reaching that mclaren territory where they're just this this solidified as the fifth best team with uh you know the the rest of the field behind them um but um
0: i don't know yeah it's it's so muddy here in the middle man it's it's, it's hard to you know don't, don't write any checks your butt can't cash on opinions here like
2: and not, to, and not to change the topic, the topic, but I think that Tari is going to have. Uh, I think Tari is going to take the step above. Al-Pierre. I was I was ready to to, to go and there I right when Johnny that, finished. Yeah, and I, and I think that I know when we talk about all time. I mean, as a as a Pierre Gasly positive pod. Yes, you know our our welcome boy anytime. Pierre welcome is welcome anytime. Our boy Pierre is you know the man's. He, he just gets better. He just gets better. Yeah. And I think that Yuki is going to be a lot more consistent this year. And if he's not, he's going to be gone. So I think it's kind of a make or break season for Yuki. So he's not gonna have as I hope he doesn't have as many issues. I, I want to keep him around. Um, and basically with the consistency of Gasly, and if Yuki is just he should take four, a step forward, right? 15 10 he 10 should. here which isn't crazy to ask, they're gonna let la- they're gonna take over Alpine. So I don't think Alpine is entrenched in the fifth position, as we mm-hmm. think. And I I think it's more, it's more, it's probably gonna be within 20 points. But I think I think Tari is going to finish ahead of Alpine. This
0: year. That yeah. that difference between Alpine and Tari is a, is a, at least for me a lot closer than than you know it was for uh, Alpine to McLaren. You know, ahead yeah. of that. yeah, like, I think exactly. it is, exactly.
1: at, at least a, right that's now that's a fair
0: point. I think it's and also a fair closer. Point.
2: I think it's also closer than Mer, uh, McLaren to Ferrari as well.
0: That 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 might might be. Uh, so you're saying Ferrari will be that much better than 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 McLaren. Yes. You think there's going to be a real a real gap there? See that that's where like I man just until we see him out on a track like on a on a on a real race Sunday, I just don't know enough, and we can hot take it up. But I yeah. I don't know. I feel uncomfortable. But I, well, I guess a, well, regardless of what we predict after after we're, we're all gonna be wrong anyway.
2: We're all <laughs> gonna be wrong. We're gonna, we're gonna watch Bahrain and be like, well, all yeah. races out the window. And
0: then if yeah, we'll Altery wins, and
2: <laughs> you guys can all take us for forever, it's fine.
0: Yeah, no, that that that's fair. Um go go back to your point that the Alpine the Tauri comparison. I guess when I think about it, it in my head it's like we know that we know that uh you know they've all got or there's they are three solid drivers. Like Alonso's solid, um Ocon is solid and Ga- but Gasly is the best of them, right? So Gasly is yeah. the best of the four drivers in those teams. Yuki yeah. is the worst. So it was like a 1 and 4 versus 2 and 3. But in I would like to think that Yuki is going to be improving. Yeah. And Alonzo, unfortunately, as much as I love him, naturally will be declining just because of his age. There's there's just yeah. no way. Not everyone can be Tom Brady or Lewis Hamilton, and you know, be getting better at age 39.
2: I was just gonna say
0: I was like, hey, we'll lose him when thirty-seven. Like when's he gonna when's, when's I know, but but again, like, I, we said game. that about Tom Brady and then he went out and won you know three more Super Bowls from when people started talking about that. Like, and it's just there yeah, there's yeah, yeah. certain guys that are different. And Alonzo, as again, as much as we love him, he's yeah. not that guy. He's not I don't think Alonzo's on stats. the T V
1: twelve method.
0: No, exactly. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> change his lifestyle a little bit. Uh, a little bit on that one. so i I think I think Yuki is gonna be improving, and we've got Alonzo sliding back and i I would not be surprised at all to see Alpha towery um take taking over yeah. um taking over so. Alpine as far as the the five six slots go. Johnny, you're shaking your head there. you got
1: I guess I'm just not as high on you I, I'm just not as high on Yuki as you guys. Um, I'm hopeful. I mean the guy I was know, getting. Yeah. Coached up by Al, Albon, but for Christ's sake, you know what he, I mean?
0: He went, that, he went and got uh, P9 in Bahrain last year and just like, I, ugh, I, just I love him everything. As,
1: as a personality. Like, I think he's great <laughs> for the sport. He's hilarious. He makes me laugh. I love uh, Alpha Ari's is my favorite team. We're, we're Pierre, pick out the sickest merch. Great but um, yeah. I don't know. I, I just, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just like, fernando Alonso at his worst is better than yuki Tsunoda at his best i think um that is which the is the ultimate when,
0: that, response to what i said that well was like yeah that, that, well that was just <laughs> sir
1: that, that was like the,
0: the i don't even know what the hell word i'm looking for that was the just the, the the deciding factor for me really no that, and, that, and, that, and that's great i'm glad that you came to that because it, it needed to be said that that's i i hadn't thought of that but yeah you you, yeah. you just pretty much pretty much nailed it right there ian uh in you good moving on to uh number seven here let's do it number seven another split decision from the judges we have Aston Martin at seven um Ian you you had them at seven um yep. Johnny did you have them at seven as well who uh Aston no I had them six. I had a I, okay I so you had, you had year them year sixth. Yeah. Sixth. Yeah, yeah yeah you had them six yeah. Ian had them seventh and I also had them. Uh, I also had them sixth. Yeah, they were tied on points with Talley, but we gave them the tiebreaker because some. That was a them. tough one for me, though. If you look at the picture I sent you in my rankings, I scratched yeah, out I, al- I Alpha this. and wrote yeah.
1: <laughs> Aston, so I was flip flopping there. Um, yeah, it was just like. I'll, I'll let of, you, uh, let, you, let, same you same let you take the
0: floor me. there, though, because you, uh, you, know Ian had them. Uh, Ian had him seventh, which is which is where yeah. overall they finished. But but you you had them sixth, as did I. But I'll let you uh, let you lead it off. Um, well, there's a lot to get to with Aston Martin, I feel like you had so you had them finishing above Tari,
1: yeah. But uh, no, originally I had alpha
2: written down, scratched it out. So the fact that Ashton, so the fact that Tari had, I mean, pretty much double the amount of points Ashton Martin had last year doesn't yeah. scare you guys at all, yeah.
0: 142 to 77. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The do, do no, theories. They're going to double the amount of points they have. But one of these <laughs> years, man, Aston Martin's gonna come around. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This right. is this, hey, look, this is well, like I said, we got a lot to get we got a lot to get into here on Aston Martin because there, there's oh, a, there's a lot. Drivers, owners, sponsor, everything. Uh Johnny, will we'll let you get once we'll you get back to your, your opening statements, I guess. Cause I so, have a feeling we're gonna be here for a while.
1: For me, it's really just like a like a do theory thing. I don't think. Last year was so horrible for Aston Martin that I really don't see I can't see it going that badly again. I, I think they've got talented drivers. I, I mean, you know, Stroll is what he is. He's got these kids still growing up, you know. You know what I mean? Good, like good good start hyping them up. Yeah. No. <laughs> and then and, and and Vettel, I mean Vettel's got, you know, more experience in one cuticle than than gasly and yuki Tsunoda combined so but i think that's very Excel valuable has,
0: you know you can yeah that
1: <laughs> that's very true but but you alluded to it earlier with the alonzo and alpine yep. thing like having it's that experience going is going to be very valuable
0: going Vettel's around. going to be invaluable just, just yeah incredible for for developing a new car um, yeah for sure i think ian hit us with the counter <laughs> yeah i i love
2: seb uh he's he's the best he's a great guy he's a world champion um but i think he's like half retired and
0: i don't think he can (laughs) say that anymore
2: (laughs) and and lance stroll i just i don't know man he didn't
0: show up at all last year stroll they had a they had a really bad year
2: and i guess if you want to if there's one team you want to buy some stock on low and try to sell high if you want to do that uh hot take tip or just (laughs) off topic finance tip for you guys buy low sell high um I think Ashton Martin's the team to do it on because yeah like they had 77 points last year but they had the DNF with battle where he got second I mean Lance Stroll had a horrible
1: season should have had a
2: podium there's there's plenty of reason to see where they could improve um and of one team that I think that we're talking about as far as like could end up finishing way higher than what we predicted. Mm. It is Ashton Martin. Um but I think the odds are just I think they're pretty pretty entrenched behind um behind Alpine and Tari.
0: I think I think that's fair. I think I think it's a, that's a really 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 good point that maybe more than other any other team now that I'm looking at our list they have. I don't think there's another team on our list that could finish like three spots higher than where we predicted them. No, it, it's just Aston, and it's because again, yeah, we're we're not really sure where they're going to fit. We don't really know. Like we were we're we're expecting them to be not as bad as last year, but we're not expecting them to be good. You know, it's this weird let's, middle ground. Let's put yeah. it
2: put it put it this way: like we all agree that McLaren is very entrenched in fourth. But of those next three teams, Tari, Alpine, and Ashton Martin, if one team was going to catch lightning in a bottle and finish ahead of McLaren, it would be Ashton Martin. I don't think it's going to happen, and I still think they're finish, going to finish behind Alpine and Tari. But if I had, if I was like, you know, have to bet on one of these three teams to finish above McLaren, it would it would be them because I think they're they're just
0: they're such a boomer bust team next yeah. year. They, they, yeah. they seem to be doing all the right things. It just yeah. it didn't work last year, but you know, the, the new ownership, the rebrand, the sponsor, that beautiful, beautiful livery. They're going to be running next year. My gosh, yeah, yes. kiss. Like go for it. John. They're trying to get, they, they were just trying to get away
1: from the stench that was racing point. Like the, the racing point was the butt of formula one jokes for yeah, but they finished, forever. They
0: finished fourth. Yeah. In their last season with Checo yeah. getting that win at Shakir. As I say, what about Checo? I'd rather, I'd
1: rather be the pink butt than you know finishing seventh. Like, butt. yeah, than yeah. the green loser. But I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a it's 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 a big year for Aston Martin. Yeah. I think like they they got to get some results this Make year. Make or break really catch, Yeah, exactly. Like they're they're at risk of losing drivers, losing. Losing sponsorships, like they've got to start producing.
0: If they don't get it together, a reasonable amount, and I don't mean finishing fourth, I just mean being reasonably competitive in the midfield. Five, six is fine. Even if it's a close seventh, but if they don't get it together just to that level, I mean this whole thing starts to fall apart, right? Because we've got Sebastian Vettel; he's nearing the end of his career. Yeah. And then, so let's say he leaves because the team is not heading in the right direction. Well, then we've got lance and, and uh, lawrence stroll what are the how long is he going to stay in yeah. if this is seeming like a bad business venture and if lawrence is out then lance is out and, and all of walk- a sudden everything that they've done is 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 a race like it, it really does feel like a yeah. make or break year. didn't their team principal like uh, bounce for alpia uh, yeah Otmar, awesome? yeah he's he's gone yeah. yeah
1: so so that's never really a good sign when you're being used as a you know
0: Definitely not. And I think a, another very interesting aspect of this um, that I'd forgotten to bring up before this was that the, the new um, uh, like, you know, spending budget caps that they yeah. instituted, um, you know, the last year, um, but are really starting to kick in now. If a Lauren Stroll wants to come in, he, he could have just dumped money to make sure that this car didn't stink. He can't do that anymore. Yeah. They need, they need to have, they need, he needs to spend the money wisely on the engineers that will make sure that the car doesn't stink but he can't just dump money and make sure that it happens anymore so part of me is worried that they might just get get stuck where they were last year and just not be competitive i do think we're going to see a much much better year from lance stroll though i do want to give give him a bit of a shout he was the king of like the sloppy race you know when it's raining when there's chaos he would come in last year we saw none of that he just didn't do it every time i'd bring it up a podcast he would finish p16 um so I, I don't know I, I think you know it, it can't be as bad as last year, right? That's I guess my, my my last point that I'd like you guys to respond to. I mean it could but
2: no I don't I don't, I don't think, think so. it it's not it's gonna be better, but I don't know how much better
0: is the way I can say it. Very well said. you guys have been bringing the heat here summon summon stuff up. Johnny any, any other thoughts? I can't even add any more to that man that was uh that was perfect another chef's kiss moving on to uh number eight you uh eight through ten we're all unanimous for us uh so i don't have to say it anymore um alfa romeo um i guess i'll 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 just take the lead because i guess my main talking point is you know what about them makes us feel like they're poised to finish ahead of williams um and Hess who all stunk last year like Williams got the majority of their points from a race that didn't even happen um <laughs> at Spa you know it, like it, sure they took steps forward but it's like it, it was you know that was that was the, the the Mickey Mouse eighth place um of all time I think simultaneously Haas took a, <laughs> a step backward. if <laughs> that was even possible Look, I, I, if yet it now feels unfair that I lumped those two in with Haas last year. Okay. Cause they had thrown the entire season away. Um, but Alfa Romeo, I just, I, again, I think with these new regulations, I just think that compared to the, the, the teams that the teams below them, you know, the Williams and Haas that it is just, it is Valtteri Bottas.
1: Yeah.
0: Why do, why do I put them eighth ahead of those two teams? Because Valtteri Bottas is going to help them get that car right not right like competing for points right like that car is going to be competent more often than the other cars are throughout the season it's kind of my take definitely more
1: so than than you know um the italian bugger and uh
0: you uh, see we were a, yeah, we were a and, uh, Pro, pro, pro too, as well. You know, Italian His
1: name slipped my mind, but I don't I don't think Gio and, and the Iceman are in the engineers' ears, telling them, you know, <laughs> what they think should be improved on the car. Uh, it drives like crap. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I wanted to use that word. Uh, it's to add another bleep for me. Yeah, my apologies. No, you're good. Um, yeah, so you know, like, I, yeah, I think you're good, Ian. Sorry to cut you off.
2: You hit on the point, and and the deal is is that
0: why Alpha is going to
2: finish eighth ahead of Williams and Haas is that Bottas is going to go. He's going to steal tenth in probably three to four races this season. He's going to steal some points for Alpha, um, and then maybe there's like a crash race where he finishes like second. Yeah. And no, that's not going to happen at Williams, and it sure is not going to happen at Haas, and that's why they're going to, and that's why they're pretty much entrenched in eighth. And I don't know what to expect out of Z- Zhao. All right, all right.
0: I, I made a note of this. I wanted, I wanted to clarify. Zhe? I'm going to say it right now. Zhe, Zhe, I'm going to clarify the pronunciation right now so that we have it for the rest of the season. I, I even wrote a pronunciation in my notes here. Spit it out. Is is, this is why we listen. Yu Zhou. Zhou. They say their last name first. Uh, you can, you can. That goes back and forth. It's, it's like Yao Ming. You know, like Ming Yao is technically how, like how a lot of they, you know, people in China would say it. Um, but we all said Yao Ming. It's same thing here. So you could call him Zhou Guan Yu, or Guan Guan Yu Zhou. It, it, it doesn't seem to matter. I've not been able to find. I think. Anything. I think the only thing we can agree on with
2: with Zhou, the only thing that we all can agree on is that we would much rather see
0: Yao Ming. <laughs>
1: for how Yes. <laughs> i'll sum it up this way
0: 100%. I, it seems dangerous I, I, to have a head that far out of the cockpit oh did could you imagine the
1: halo on that thing <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh but um i'll put Again. it this way i i love valtteri Botas and i i don't know i just simply don't know with the uh, Guan Yu. so you know what i um i would have them higher if it weren't for that no. because i really do think i really do think valtteri Botas is a, is a game changer for alfasari or for alpha romeo jesus um and uh i think he's going to be a stabilizing force there yeah we're putting
0: a potential like zero like for for joe like uh, yeah we'll you get to him in second but new, he could be the new military, like for all like know. really don't know.
2: If, I, if i'm alpha and joe's i'm like okay joe you're your first goal, and we're gonna butcher this pronunciation all year. So uh,
0: we're doing well so far, though, and uh, I think it's I think it's um, important because Ian, you're not I great think, at
2: pronunciations. I think for Joe, you need to you need to beat Williams, you need to beat Haas every single race, and then you need to try to get like P fifteen consistently. I think is that fair?
1: He's got to be sniffing the consistently.
0: You I think Bottas needs to beat those teams consistently which gives Joe a little bit of breathing room to, to learn at, you know, and not crash out all the time because he's trying to do too much um, and and maybe let him in. But I mean, objectively it's like, he, he got that seat. I mean, to jump, we're all kind of in agreement on the, on Botas's impact. Joe got the seat because of the Chinese market. And yeah. eat, you oh, know, again, yeah. all these guys are like anyone that gets an F one seat. At least, you he's know, the new Mazepin is, is well? No, they're all they're all incredibly talented drivers. as well i hate so, to sit like, through I know, name I'm in there. Say that. We're not
2: gonna we're, we're not gonna compare
0: him to that. No. Yeah. I mean, no. These guys are anyone, anyone that, that reasonably deserves this seat. Which, like, it's not like he finished you know tenth last year. Like, it, you know, I mean, we're gonna, gonna have an driver. American. We're gonna have an American driver in three, in probably three years,
2: and he's gonna get that seat because he's just an American. That, that yeah. that's gonna happen.
0: There will be there will be an American t- t- getting a seat for the exact same reason. Very soon. Chip, whether it's, it's got buy a team, Formula One team. Whether Andretti buys Haas, Chip Ganassi, which, dude, yeah, it's in you. You you conversation. It. Conversation for another day, but yeah, no. If, yeah. if
2: with with Joe, your goal needs to be okay Haas runs a Flintstone car you can beat them no problem every single week and then you can probably get Latifi and Alvin and if you can beat those guys consistently
0: but but those guys have more experience than he does and I don't think the car is going to be significantly better I think Alvin's a good driver I think by the end of the year if Joe is beating them I would I'd be surprised that'd be a very good performance for Joe I think he's going to be competing in you know in the in the back four of every race for for a while until he gets his foot in and i think that and i think that's fair and i think botas is yeah. going to be the thing that gets him into eighth and joe is gonna you
1: yes. know be hanging around
0: and i'm rooting what's, for him I, I root for all new guys in Netflix. yeah I, what's going to benefit him a lot i think is that williams
1: and haas both improved i think in terms of driver quality in this offseason so that's you know he's yeah. going to have better competition pushing him there at the back of the pack it's not going to be Mazepin. mazapun spinning out around
0: schumacher you know interesting to say his competition improved and that's better for him but i I see where you're coming from yeah iron sharpens iron yeah and bottas is better than all the those other guys so for sure you know as far as alfa romeo is concerned they'll that we still think they should be in eighth place but yeah no i I think you're right if if there's not a lot of pressure on him um he'll he should you know be able to to get get a little better there um to kind of piggyback off that going into we all had williams williams ninth. so let's just get right into it you know obviously um uh latifi um returning um goat tifi as some some call him um
1: no he's a nobody (laughs) as far as i'm concerned He,
0: he is he's improved steadily i think he he has earned his seat in f1 um that, again, his extremely rich father, as we figured out on one of the early podcasts last year, um, bought him. Um, but how do we feel? I mean, obviously, Alex Albon is a downgrade from George Russell. And I don't yeah. mean that as like an immediate insult to Alex Albon, but just as a praise of George Russell. How, yeah. Just how much, of, how much is that going to affect? Because George Russell at his best, again, still isn't able to compete for points week in, week out. So how much yeah. is that going to really affect Williams, I guess is my question.
2: It's it, they're just going to basically have two Nicholas
0: Latifi's out there. Um, no, I mean that's that's that's, that's right. When that's, you say it like that, it does sound kind of insulting.
2: What for Williams, that's what they're going to be. And like, okay, that's Williams. Like, I I like Albin, and I think it's it's cool. I mean, he's you know obviously with his you know being British and Thai, but I I just don't think that he's going to have a, a whole lot of success with Williams. And I think it's just going to be like, oh yeah, I forgot that Williams or Meltifi, Alban, and like probably Magnuson and Mick are just going to f- duke it out for you know 17th or whatever every week.
0: Yeah. Is is do we do we think that either Williams um or I'm not either Williams. Do we think Alex Alban will score a point next year? Or or who do we think is going to score yeah. more points if they're scoring any points at all? Because it's going to it's going to be we'll, tough, tough, tough sledding
1: so i'm actually for one i'm excited to see alvin back because i think he got a super raw deal at red bull and yeah. the guy was pretty much living in max's shadow he got screwed out by the screwed machine the hard- man he didn't even get demoted to alpha Tauri, like to the b team he straight up got get cut curb, like yep. yeah and then you know they they brought him back on eventually in like a coaching role for um uh um yuki over yeah at he's, Batari, he's had but, weird, um, yeah,
0: strange strange roles but I, is that not a positive um sorry let me adjust. he's been around the sport he didn't just yeah. leave and then come is coming in blind he he's he's been very closely connected to formula one it, it, is that not yeah he's like you know, the test positive? driver for red Bull so, too no i mean that's why I,
2: I think if you're i think if you're looking at who's going to score more points for williams which is a yeah, real hard it's time, a crapshoot. it's that's- a crap shoot um i think you lean towards albin maybe but again scoring points for williams is the entire midfield ran off the track and we backed our way into eighth place or 10th yeah. that's one point so it's like <laughs> who's gonna score who's gonna finish higher on a consistent basis i think it's gonna be albin but i mean you're I that just, should
0: have been how i how i phrased that yeah yeah yeah
2: I think, I think it's going to be Albin, but I think we're going to be like, all right. Oh yeah. Albin Latifi and then the Haas bring up their rear pretty much every single
0: race. I think Williams is, is they've been, they've been moving forward well the last couple of years. I, I I don't think they're the same crap Williams that we saw, you know, for a while before that. Um, So I I expect them to at least be competitive, you know, hanging around maybe 14th, 15th place um, a lot of the time, but also those are all very fair points. Um, uh, with Williams out of the way, that that leaves us with our uh, number ten spot. Um, we know they they threw away twenty twenty one to focus on twenty twenty two, but we've still got them unanimously finishing dead last, and that is Haas, the Flintstone car, as as Ian put it so eloquently. Yeah, i um, to do. I don't even know where where to begin i guess I, I should just lead this off by saying that that it was just this afternoon um you know if you're listening on uh wednesday march 9th uh, it'll probably be out tomorrow on thursday that kevin magnuson coming back to take the seat of uh you know our leads departed nikita mazapan um and, and, and where do I even jump from that? Do we, do we get, do we jump right into the uh, the, the drama with, you know, Earl Kali and, and Maz, the and, sponsorships and the sponsorships and the seat and all that, or the fact that their uh, freight of all of their equipment going to Bahrain got, got stuck at a port and, and was delayed and they're, they're almost missed out on a whole day of testing. Um, they don't have a primary sponsor and they just signed their second driver a week before the first race of the season.
1: You know what's what's funny is they were the first team to reveal their new livery
0: yeah, well, <laughs> and the, you know and the last yeah. team that filled their drivers. Yeah. We're gonna care, yeah.
2: <laughs> I feel so bad for Mick Schumacher's. I, I want him to do well and I want him off this stupid team because it's like, God, they just they're not invested in it, they really don't care. I mean, I, I, I they're they trying care. to almost. And I, I don't want to get into it too much, but I, I think they're trying to like takes like pose that they're doing this like moral high ground. We're gonna cut ties with our Russian driver because of the situation in Ukraine right now. And I think well, it's I think it came down to the
0: sponsor issue.
2: And I also think it's, but I think mostly it's because there's like. This guy is not good, and we don't like him. in any situation,
0: we how can much of an it. excuse would you need to get rid of Nikita Mazepin? <laughs> <as you're driving laughs> they saw no. him out. They saw him out, and they took it. For they, sure, they
2: saw an out, and they were like, "We can make a, we can make one phone call and have Magnuson in this building tomorrow." And or Roman Grosjean. I'm glad it was one of the
0: two. Very happy with, in with his current situation. Yeah. Um, it's it's been a lot of fun watching him. I mean, just genuinely like like smiling, posting happy messages like every yeah. week. Like it's it, it brings joy to me to watch what Roman Groschen's doing. So part of me was like, I, look, I don't even want to like say that I want that to happen for him to come back yeah. to pass because like he he's he's crushing it right now. Magnuson, I guess just, just, just to bounce to that, I ha- like a, I, a rumor came out yesterday that, that Magnuson possibly going back to pass. And I I kind of dismissed it as like this is like because it was in like Dane, it was from like a Danish website. I was like, nah, this isn't even worth acknowledging. Yeah. And and it was genuinely surprising that he came back, but I love Kevin Magnuson. I just thought, you know, the other options I'd seen Nico Hulkenberg thrown out there, you know, as <laughs> always is done when there's an open seat in F1. Hulkenberg, uh, uh, Pietro Fittipaldi. Fittipaldi, I saw F1 yeah. One that they kept getting thrown around as well. Um, there were there were a couple other names, but I just I just did not I did not think that they would go back to Kevin Magnussen. I mean, you know, dude, he's
1: been um he's been racing at like the top level over here. Well, not top level per se, but Chip Ganassi is a legend in American <clears throat> motorsport and he's been with his with his team in the IMSA or whatever that weird um
0: Whatever that's yeah, yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So
1: you know, I, he's been under like really good direction since he's been out of Formula One. So I mean, I guess I wasn't necessarily surprised
0: to see that happen. It just came out of nowhere, and it seemed like like that last season with Haas, he and and Gunter Steiner, our lord and savior, who we still still love and respect they didn't end on good terms like it was it, he was they pissed I, I remember reading excerpts he came out with a book again in danish that i had to read excerpts of translated where he was kind of crapping on him in uh, sorry what are you saying
2: i mean just goes to show you how much they hated nikita mazabe where they were like yeah hey,
0: kevin magnuson never smashed uh, Gunther's
1: door let's take, it, lesser, it let's take the lesser
2: let's take a lesser of two evils and bring back this guy who already pretty much knows the ins and outs of your team and then,
0: yes, yeah, this just to buy him some time,
2: like, yeah, I, I mean, you're, you're not going to get a, you're, you're not going to get a top level driver for the worst team two weeks before two the season. Less. I mean, what driver is like, you know what, I want to go join Haas right now before the season. Qualifying I mean, is are, in
0: like 10 days.
2: <laughs> well, literally nobody, because you're not going to have success. But Magnuson's like, you know what, I've done it before. Back into Formula One, like okay, whatever, let's do it.
0: Where do we rate him compared to compared to the other drivers uh that we've got? You know, in back, back of the pack, you know, for for Williams, Alpha Romeo, and uh and Haas, where does Kevin Magnussen rank in there? Because I I don't know, uh, I've got him near the top. Maybe think, is he maybe second? Be, I mean second best driver behind Batas? I've got him behind Batas and Alba.
2: Oh, uh, well, if you want to recruit Romeo in there, then yeah, I'd say he's third. But if you just want to do Williams, I mean, I think he's just second behind Albon. So you guys both think
0: Alex Albon's, you rate Albon better than I'm, I'm than high on Albon, man. Yeah, I think Man, so. how quickly we forget that season <laughs> and a half where Haas was competitive. You know, I, I I think Magnuson's had a lot of success at like every level of racing that he's done in his career. And he just, man, it just, that Haas situation just went to crap. And I don't blame him like whatsoever for it. I I don't know. It's give give me a full off season
2: with Kevin Magnuson and testing and making changes Fair. to the car, but give me ten days of Kevin Mac Basically, yeah, with that, with that no, I don't. And maybe towards the end of the season, he kind of find his groove. But I there's it. It, it just seems like it, it. I mean, to make to make a ball analogy, it's like signing a pitcher for your rotation, like. For three weeks into spring training and being like, "Oh yeah, he's just going to step in and cause no issues because yeah, he had, he's just had some success in the past." Like, no, I mean you're going to have your growing pains and you're going to. It's not going to be a full off. It's not. Gonna, it's not a full off season. It's we're bringing this guy in. Situation occurred and that's where we're at.
0: I mean, sometimes it works out, you know. Like you know, if you sign a sign a Rich Hill, you know, there's a big old Dick <laughs> Mountain. You know, I'm 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 fine with that. But you know, yeah, any any true. guy that the Pirates have signed um, in that's my lifetime. Friendly rich hill rich hill god beautiful we really need baseball back man this is bad i saw um just just a, a quick aside here i saw on the the crawl um earlier on espn that uh the cardinals released jordan hicks and that's when i found out that the the football player jordan hicks uh played for the arizona cardinals yep as well yeah. so i was like that was extremely misleading um i had some to- uh... but I'm perfectly fine with never watching Max Scherzer pitch
1: in New York Mets colors. So,
0: ah, uh, yeah, that's, that, that, that's fair. Nationals fans uh getting the, sh- the, the short right. end of the stick with him in LA, but
1: we went from winning the world series to a like pandemic where we couldn't celebrate our world series championship team because the stadiums were empty.
0: Yeah. But you'll have the, you'll have the win forever. And that's more than I ever will have. So <laughs> anyway back to you <laughs> that's about yeah there's our, our baseball So if you guys want to do a separate baseball podcast let us know in the comments you know you know we'll, yeah. we'll start a, start a patreon get this thing uh get this thing crowdfunded um so we pretty much addressed you know all, all of the all the main stuff i wanted to get to um you know obviously new regulations all, all this the uh, you know just crazy stuff happening a lot of it's unpredictable. i guess I'm just gonna kind of word some things a different way. Is there a, which, first of all, which driver of, of any of the dr- drivers that are in a new seat or it's their first time in Formula One, we asked this question last year, which one are you uh, you most excited about? Not who's going to score the most points because that's really dependent on the car, but who do you think is going to, you know, you know, turn the most heads and have have the most uh, relative success? And uh, just to, to recap, that's George Russell with Mercedes, Valtteri Bottas with Alfa Romeo, Guan Yu Zhou with Alfa Romeo, Alex Albon at Williams, and now Kevin Magnuson at has. So, uh, for me, that's this is like, like a mighty list of names.
1: No, no, no. For me, it's like a multi-tiered question. Like, like t- to me, I think the driver who's set up to have the most success next year is obviously George Russell. Like, he's just at the best team, the team that's been doing it the best for the longest time. Like, you know, he's poised for success immediately. Um, but personally, as a fan of the sport, I'm like I mentioned it earlier. I'm glad to see Alvin alex albon back in a driving seat like he dude totally got a raw deal at a uh, red bull guy had multiple fourth fifth place he was finishing just outside the of the test yeah that's what i'm saying he was finishing just outside the podium on a consistent basis which compared to what checo's been doing is night and day but um you know so i can understand why they made the move but i think he's still he still has all the talent to be a formula one driver um and on um but like simultaneously seeing Valtteri Bottas being the head honcho the number one guy you know no no uh hey Valtteri it's James you know so you, like he's gonna have the green light to stay just stay
0: in the sauna as long as he wants
1: <laughs> exactly so for me I think it, personally it's Alvin and Bottas are my my two most um that I'm looking forward to watching this next season
0: Ian, do any any of the, any of these new driver seats tickle your fancy? Or? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's so tough
2: because there's really only one driver that's going to be relevant, and it's George Russell. Yeah. and everybody else is like, okay, great, I'm I'm stoked for Alvin to be back in Formula One, but it's like, okay. Anytime
0: yeah. the rest of them, I can only points, watch him race.
2: It's crazy, right? Yeah, I can only watch him finish P15 in a Williams car so many times before <laughs> that gets before not going to really excite good. you,
0: I'm not going to rustle the jeans. Um, Valtteri
2: bought us being locked in with the like the 12 13 seed with you know, or 12 13 spot where he's racing Alonzo and Seb and all those guys. Like, okay, that's cool. The only new driver, and that's kind of why I just think it's 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 almost pointless to talk about what new drivers excite you, because it is George Russell. Because yeah. nothing, nothing changed. It's George Russell, and 100% George Russell, yeah. and I want to see, as I want to learn as much as I can about him and Mercedes. I want to follow him. I want to see what he's going to do. I want to see how Hamilton and him re- are reacting with each other. Like, just give me, basically just treat this as the new driver this season is George Russell, and then if any of the other guys can somehow, maybe their cars are a lot better than we anticipate they're going to be. Yeah. We can, we'll we'll revisit it. I think you're right. But it, it's clearly, and not even like a, it's George Russell. And then it's a hundred feet and then it's, <laughs> you know, <not> <laughs> all
0: right. To, to piggyback off that, what, how do we think we kind of touched on it earlier? How do we think that dynamics going to go? Ian, I know you, you specifically were talking about that, that earlier a little bit more on on how you think this this russell hamilton dynamic is going to go at least for this year do you think it's it, it, clear one two he's going to be helping the young guy along you know, through some struggles or do you think there you know there'll be a point where george russell is is out qualifying ham do you think he'll out qualify hamilton this year multiple no. races maybe no not no. even once
2: i think it's I think it's mostly going to be okay, Russell, like what we need you to do in year one is we want you to focus because we only have so many years of Hamilton left. And we're not going to have Hamilton try to mentor George Russell. Because I don't think that's really Hamilton's personality. I, I think it's going to be what your job is, is you need to come to these meetings, you need to stay quiet, and you need to just be a sponge and soak up as yeah. much information. Watch what Lewis Hamilton. does. Basically, do whatever that. Lewis, you just follow him around and just don't talk.
1: And that's what we want you to do in year one in <laughs> Mercedes.
0: That seems fair johnny any, any other thoughts on the hamilton uh hamilton russell dynamic no
1: you guys pretty much hit it right on the head i mean
0: <clears throat> i mean in what world do i
1: see him out qualifying lewis uh, even one race no <laughs> nah, not yet at least
0: i think he out qualifies lewis one race this year and i'm maybe i'm just you know yeah so I can cut this out and post it whenever that happens yeah i mean sure but maybe like
1: yeah, maybe okay. like Lewis sleeps one really weird one I mean, night. Like,
0: you know, it's not. It, I'm only concerned. I mean, like fair like, circumstances. I think like fair a, fight.
2: If it's a consistent thing, I'd be no. absolutely no. Like no like I'm, I'm certain that Yeah, I mean, you can have, you know, Zhao finish fifth
0: once. That's <laughs> <one>. Yeah, <laughs> that that that's fair. All right, getting to the the last main event topic of the evening, the drivers' championship. Ian, I'll let you uh, let you take the floor. Um, you gave me a, a, a full rundown of, of your predictions. Who do, who you got? One of the drivers next year.
2: How ma- how many drivers do you want?
0: Just let's start with one for now.
2: <laughs> oh man, this is a long pod. Um, Max is going to win it, hands down.
0: Give me give me your main reason. Just just sum it up. Thirty words or less.
2: Um, I, I think he's got he's got the the monkeys off his back. He's extremely competent. And I I think we're just going to enter the golden age of Verstappen, if you will, where he rips off two, three, four championships in a row.
0: Right around 30 words. Very well done. Johnny.
1: Um, I'm in agreement with Ian here. I got uh, Verstappen taking the cake yet again. I mean, kids just got that mentality. He's he's a shark, shark with blood in the water. You know, he smells it. He's got a taste of it. And he wants more shark. Yeah. So do 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 do. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: no, I mean uh, <clears throat> Max. Max is certainly uber talented. We we saw that on display last sure. year, and and he's got the world behind him. Um, so he's got um, he's got everything that it takes to 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 keep it going and to win another one, two, three or these things in a row.
0: Look, I think he has all the talent in the world. To keep winning two, three, however many championships these in a row, but this year, do I think he has the car? No, that's where our constructors things differed. As I, I think Mercedes is going to come out with a better car than Red Bull this year. And again, you know, without uh, without Michael Massey around for uh, for Christian Horner to bully, you know, into <laughs> doing whatever he wants. Um, you, you know, I don't know. I think it's going to be like like I, I just. I root for not necessarily the underdog. I just, I just don't want to see the same team win year in year out. So last, that's why last year I was, I was all in on max and it was a lot of fun. It was a great season this year. Well, the was uh, the wrong sport. Then if you don't want to see the I, same, I, team I, I know, but this year, because the fact that max won last year makes it so much sweeter that we're going to watch Lewis Hamilton come back with a vengeance and yeah, take, and, be, and take this title this year. The incredible story. I mean, you, you, you sets up for Hamilton comes back,
2: Wins the title, basically rides off into the sunset and retires.
0: Yeah, which is incredible. Now that I'm now that I'm rooting for Lewis this year, after being Pro Max the last few years, uh, it's incredible. My narrative is now completely shifted to um, Lewis was robbed last year. um, (laughs) He's coming. He's coming back. He's pissed off. I just like Lewis Hamilton. Like with again with any added motivation, like the dude went rogue. He went like quiet on social media for like a month or six weeks. Just do, doing nothing. People are like, "Is he going to retire? What's happening?" Lewis Hamilton spent all that time just getting himself ready to come back and take it to the people that stole it from him last year. Yeah. I just, I, I don't see how you guys are are willing to to bet against that man with this much motivation. Like he 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 arguably should have won last year, and that was to you know to just win another one. This time, he, this time he cares. Yeah, I just. Is, is it strictly just that you think Red Bull's going to be that, that you're that high on Red Bull? Because there can't be anything negative to say about like about Lewis Hamilton going into this year, right?
1: No, I think Hamilton's completely, you know, guy, <clears throat> guy's always, year in, year out, he's always capable of taking a, a driver's championship. Um, and it's not necessarily a knock on Lewis so much as it is an endorsement of, of max and you know what yeah. he's accomplished yeah that's that's um, more or less what i was asking yeah yeah so i
2: know no, it's, it's it's absolutely everything on max i mean we're we're all in agreement it's going to be well one, two it, of it, us it, it, or it's well let me rephrase and we're all in agreement that they're going to finish one two in some order. like it's 100 yeah, percent. i think i
0: think i'm not sold again i had, I picked ferrari too so again we're not even in agreement on that I know,
2: that's that's ludicrous but uh, anyway, i will say um I think it's it's Versta It just it just shows that how good I think Verstappen is, and how that it's just the pressure is. He still has a lot of pressure, obviously, but it's off him because he got that first one.
0: So you think and the guard is officially changed?
2: I think the guard. I I I think the guard is officially changed. Yes.
1: Yeah. What I really want to see is Lewis pull a Tom Brady and switch teams and win another championship. Then, then, and only then.
0: I'd be satisfied. Oh ah, yeah, like a Max Scherzer going to the Mets type deal. That, that that'd be <laughs> fantastic. Well, he
1: hasn't won the he hasn't won the World Series yet, so
0: yeah, that's fair. All right, guys, that's that's all I got. Any any other uh, final wrap up thoughts here going into the 2022 season? What are you excited for?
2: No, man, just uh, excited to have Formula One back, and uh, let's let's get it going and get some more yeah. listeners and grow the pod. And hey, man, love it. Formula One yeah. every day.
1: Bahrain can't come soon enough, baby. We need that drive to survive season to uh, hurry up and drop. Yeah, no, right. uh, no, Max for no Max Verstappen. Yeah.
0: No Max Verstappen though. It kind of a uh, you know they're, they're took too me busy. Out,
1: but... They're too busy chopping up the footage to make it as dramatic as possible.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I watched some some recaps of Drive to Survive. I didn't want to bring it up, but it's you know I, I don't know. I've heard some questionable things, but at the end of the day, I'm still gonna. It, it's like a a meme of a like you know a girl watching the bachelor where she's like i know this is the dumbest thing in the entire world but like give me a glass of wine i'm gonna watch it anyway that's that's me with drive <laughs> to survive like i can have my you know reasonable opinions about it but i'm still gonna binge it immediately when sure. it comes <laughs> out and Just for a drop uh, our, our our listeners in uh in in belgium johnny gomes and i um uh, may maybe uh coming out there it's, it's it's in the works to come out to spa um uh strictly to spite the miami grand prix and uh their price gouging for uh for their tickets even in the pre-sale window So. um any uh, any tips? Any emails? We are uh, yankshaftf1 at gmail.com for any of our uh, be- Belgian listeners out there trying to you know give a, give us some uh, some tips. You know, grab a beer. Anything or anybody not from Belgium that just wants to give us some pointers or yeah, if you, hey, stuff. if you've been to Belgium or if you know yeah. a person from yeah, just in the direction of a nice Australia's hostel. If, if if you're if you've been to Austria, like we're you know we're flexible here. We don't really have much experience, so we'll take what we can get.
1: Any any hostel where we won't be you know
0: robbed or. Kidnapped otherwise. That's a (laughs) much appreciated. That's a tough ask. All right. That's that's all we got for you guys. We will catch up with you guys after the first race weekend, just next weekend in Bahrain. Um, where I'm sure that we will see a signs Leclerc one, two, and Ferrari. Their world championship bid will be confirmed. We'll catch you later.